This is The Naturalist. In every episode, we're covering the products, ideas, and trends that are shaping the CPG industry. Or that we just really like. I left my chapstick at home. Oh. Like, that gives me anxiety. That's why I just put lipstick on, because I cannot live without chapstick. And I'm shocked. I usually have one stuffed. You also left your chapstick? Yes. That's why I put lipstick on in the middle of that meeting. Like the times that I've unraveled the most over the past six months have been chapstick related. Oh, me too. And there's nothing deeper to that. It's horrible. It really is just chapstick. Yeah. Well, we do live in Colorado. Yeah. Driest place in the universe. But yes, I usually have 10 to 12 chapsticks on a rotating you need a rotating (laughs) cast of players but all the same one i only use one oh interesting what's your uh, chapstick brain are we allowed to say that uh, i think so burt's bees oh it's a classic i was using a chapstick brand that i had bought from whole foods for decades like my whole family uses it and then i looked at one of the ingredients and i did not approve (gasps) heads up whole foods Ooh. I was disappointed. Yeah. So Burt's Bees has been my go-to, the ultra moisturizing one in every drawer, every pocket, but apparently not a drawer or pocket that's on me today. <laughs> um, I use the Slow Natural Beauty, the mint one. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. That was the company that at Expo for our tours you yes. were like raving about. Yes. Yeah, they were so great. Yes, I usually am talking about them about their deodorant, best natural That's deodorant right. I've ever used, but their chapstick is also amazing. Where are they Maybe now? Maybe I'll give you one for, for the holidays. <laughs> Where are they now? Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's all new again. We're back. We're back season two. Season two of The Naturalist. It's like our, basically been about a year, right? Since we launched our very first episode right around February, March last I'm year. I'm going to say it's been exactly a year. And that may or may not be correct, but it has been. It was the end of February. Yeah. A couple weeks before Expo West. We did our innovation episode with two amazing guests. Yep. Yeah. And here we are again. So the naturalist, like what do we do here? What do we do? What do we do? Well, we... Gripes about (laughs) chaps. We have our assorted, air our assorted grievances about what's going on in the day. Yeah, and we look at issues that are really affecting or important, impacting the natural products industry. We bring in experts. We talk to them about those issues. What were some of your favorite episodes last year? Oh, that's tough. Oh, gosh. Well, I love when we talk about trends. I thought you were going to say, I love when we talk about our period, because that's all the time. (laughs) Yes, that was going to be next on the list. Um, Periods, trends, all we had so many great experts. I really do love when we have retailers on. We have great yeah. retailers on today to honor the one year and the new episode or the new season. So yeah, I don't know. What about you? What was your favorite? Um, I really loved the episode we did early on um, about waterless personal care. Yes, that was the founder of High Bar. And we had a great conversation with Jessica Mulligan about women's health. Um, we t- had talked about generative AI. We talked about upcycling. Upcycling. We talked to um, Paul Stamets. Oh, of course. A highlight was Paul Stamets. Yeah, big highlight. So many. So you basically listed all the episodes. They were <laughs> no, all. <laughs> there were many, many more. 
Uh, yeah, there are so many good ones, but it is a great opportunity to just like reflect on all the things that we're seeing in the industry and be able to forecast which trends and products and companies and founders are going to have the bigger, biggest influence on the future of the CPG and retail industry. So it's a lot of fun because we see a lot of things. We meet a lot of people and it's our opportunity to to share. Yes. And you know, making this whole thing go full full circle even more. Our very first episode, we started talking about innovation. We had just finished doing the Nexty Awards judging, and that's where we are again today. We actually wrapped up judging last week, and it's that time of year again, my favorite time of year. And all this stuff is so fresh right now, right? Like yeah. you are so in it for weeks and weeks with all these products and companies and the judging process. So what better time to talk about what we can expect to see in 24 than when you're knee deep in Nexties? Yeah. And the Nexties were actually, not only were they huge just in terms of volume this year. How many companies? We had about 1,500 product nominations. Wow. So it was huge. I think last year we were at about 900 but we also added 15 categories. So we went from 20 categories up to 35. We broadened some categories. We added a beauty category. We added a packaged produce package um, category, breads and bakery. Um, what were some of the other ones we added? So many. 15 categories. Kids category came back. A sustainable supplement. So, so many categories. And we really did that because this industry is changing all the time. There are brands expanding into categories or creating categories. And we wanted to reflect that and have a place for everyone at the Nexties, but also not just to talk about you know, store categories, but also those values-based categories. So mm -hmm. I feel like we, we had a regenerative um, certified category for the first time as a standalone category this year. So I feel like that's really a place where we could also grow. Like maybe next year we'll have an upcycled category. We had so many great upcycled products this time. Yeah, no, I love that. Like paying attention to what's happening in the marketplace and adapting the program to address how the market is shifting. So it's so exciting to see some of those categories, which seem like they had some of the new categories had some of the best nominations. Absolutely. I mean, this was the first year that we had vegan as a standalone category, and it was tied, I think, for the biggest largest number of nominations wow, so okay. it was huge um so yeah it's been really wonderful to see all the growth of the nexties but mainly to see the growth of these brands and what they're doing what they're bringing to the market and so much innovation every time so what were some of the things that stood out throughout the process like either some of the trends or attributes that you're like okay pay attention to this in the year ahead well so i already mentioned upcycling um, we did see upcycling, you know, we always think of it in terms of food and beverage, but we saw upcycling this year in a lot of beauty companies, beauty brands, personal care brands. So that was really cool to see just incorporating those upcycled ingredients into their products. Women's health was obviously a huge thing at Nexties this year. We've talked about women's health throughout the year on the podcast. It's been growing so much in our industry. We had a lot of women's health products, not only in personal care, in beauty, also in supplements, in food, there was a menopause bar. There was this incredible vulva moisturizing stick, totally pioneering. Well, I'm happy to hear that women's health hasn't gone away. <laughs> women's health has not gone away. The need for women's health solutions. After we talked about it for a full year of episodes, that <laughs> yes. would be uncomfortable on many levels. It's gone now. And then, of course, the other thing that really stood out at Nexties this year, we've all been talking about this, is just products really felt 
clean, like really clean ingredients, simplification, just really simplifying um, the things that were going into the products, incredible flavors, a lot of collaborations between brands, which feels so good. And so much of that, of course, is upcycling, it's reducing waste. Yeah. Just so many really creative ways of bringing products to market. And what I heard loud and clear from people is something you mentioned in that list of, of things that you noticed, but just tasting so good. And to see that married with truly clean label, because I think for a while when we were trying to find the best meat or dairy alt, especially in some of these you know, alternative products, we were finding like an overly complicated mm -hmm. ingredient list or formulation. And now it's like truly simple and truly delicious. And that just feels great, right? It feels like where we should be in kind of a nice full circle moment for the natural products industry. Yeah, absolutely. One category where we really saw that was in Dairy Alt, also gluten-free. That was a new category this year. We had so many great, just fantastic products that just also were gluten-free. Yeah. But delicious products, great ingredient lists, great values, organic. So it was just, it was a pleasure. I love the nexties. Do you? I do. I you, didn't, you. you didn't catch that? I didn't catch that. <laughs> and you got to talk to a couple of our great judges who are a couple of our favorite retailers. So super exciting. Yes, we had such a great judging panel this time. Well, we always have a great judging panel, but we had retailers from Thrive Market, from Kroger, from Fresh Time, from Sprouts, from Whole Foods. So we really had just fantastic retail judges this year. And now we're going to hear an interview that I did right after we wrapped up the last day of judging with Brody Burke from Sprouts and Jonathan Lawrence from Fresh Time, where we talked a little bit about their impressions as first-time Nexty judges, what kind of innovation they saw, and other things that they're looking for from the present and future of CPG. Hi. How's it going? Thank you so much for being here. Well, first of all, I want to hear a little bit about who you are, what you do, and then I think we're just going to dive right into the nexties. It's been a big day. Yeah. So my name is Jonathan Lawrence. I'm the vice president of Center Store, so grocery, natural living at, at uh, Fresh Time Market. Um, so yeah, this is my first time. Just so excited to be a part of it, and thanks for having me. You, you sound like you've done podcasts before. I'm not going to lie. I've done like two in the last week, I think. Oh, nice. So you are an expert. <laughs> but I've never had a mic or all this. So this is fantastic. And uh, they've all been just kind of conversations, which is great. And however, like we can help um, brands or other retailers, it's just a great way to give back and kind of help them. So they're not making some of the same early on mistakes that I've made in my career when I was uh, as a brand or a retailer. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just fun to be a part of it and help. Well, I want to go back to that. I didn't know that you were a brand. Uh, yeah. So uh, when my family sold our health food stores when I was right. younger, um, I worked with my uncle. He started a brand. Um, it, was, it was actually clean sports nutrition we were going after. And we had a lot of different lines, but the one that really kind of uh, took off and launched was plant fusion uh, protein. Oh. So at the time, it was like us and Vega were the two plant-based proteins. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I understand the the hardships and the struggle of being uh, a being a startup brand. Yeah. So there's always a place in my heart for them and and what they're putting out there. They're putting their, you know, everything into into those products. And so um, you gotta respect that. Well, so that's why your face got all excited when you saw the creatine gummies. I did. I did. Because I was like, <laughs> that's another area. That's my business. Did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well I'm so glad. Thank you so much for being here. And Brody, do you want to tell us a little bit about 
Yeah, um, I'm Brody Burke. Uh, this is my first podcast, so I have not oh. gone to in the last uh, week. You sound like a natural. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, so I'm the forager manager at uh, Sprouts Farmers Market. So uh, we deal a lot with uh, you know innovation differentiation. Uh, we want to be you know known as that retailer that that has all the cool new stuff first. So that's uh, that's what I'm tasked with at the store um, or at, at the office here. And uh, you know, it, being part of this is super helpful and super like eye opening to to understand how many brands are actually out there and um, it, to be able to see the differentiation that I've seen today um, is is really impactful to to what I do as a you know everyday job. You have a cool job. I know because <laughs> forager you get, like you get to be across so many different categories, right? You get to see what's new and unique. You also get to help those brands because you're sitting in a perspective to where you do get to see so much of what's out there. Um, but then to be focused on how do you foster those brands? How do you incubate them? How do you get them ready? Um, I vote as a, uh, I guess we're competitors somewhat, right? But I think there's always, everyone in this industry is rooting for each other. So I've, I've been really, it, it's been fun to see what you guys have done and how you're kind of as a, what are you like, 400 something stores now? Yeah, about 410 and growing. Yeah, so how do you launch innovation at that size? It's very difficult. So what you guys have been doing has been fantastic. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely blessed to be part of you know, the situation that I'm in. Um, Sprouts is really putting their money where their mouth is as far as uh, trying to be the leader in innovation. So, you know, like you said, we are competitors in some, you know, instances, but like you said, we're, we're very like, like, almost on the same team, you know, we're all trying to do the same thing. We're all trying to put, you know, better for you, um, you know, ingredients and products into our customer as opposed to, you know, <laughs> all of the, the nasties that you could find out there yeah. unconventional. So, um, you know, definitely a cool, uh, situation to be a part of at Sprouts and, and it's really rewarding to see, you know, how I can have a direct in impact on, uh, on helping to incubate these brands and get them prepared for, uh, retail in an everyday situation, get them started with a distributor. Um, you know, Kehi does a, they're our primary distributor. So they, they really do a great job with us. Uh, they actually stood up their own team, um, you know, to, to help us specifically for innovation. So, uh, my account manager, Alana is amazing and, uh, you know, helps us every single day, you know, with the hand holding and, um, we call it babysitting because, <laughs> you know, there, there's so many questions out there that, um, you know, we're a mighty team of three at Sprouts on the on the foraging team, so it's kind of impossible to reach out to every single person that that needs help. So Kehi does a great job at helping us there. Um, but overall, yeah, definitely a cool situation to be. A part yeah. Of. Well, I'm certainly so thankful to have you both here today. Um, I think having retailers and especially retailers that have such important roles in our industry. And in helping these new brands, finding emerging brands, really stewarding them, helping them get on the shelf, um, it's so valuable. And the Nexties wouldn't wouldn't be here without you. So I've learned a lot today. Actually, just listening to the two of you go back and forth, I have to ask you about 75 acronyms that I didn't understand <laughs> that you guys were yeah. throwing around. Yeah, it takes a little while. To, that's how we root people out. We just <laughs> we can communicate in a way that no one can understand. So Yes, yeah. uh, avid podcast. Uh, naturalist listeners will know I don't know acronyms. <laughs> so that's my weakness. <laughs> Well, let's talk a little bit about the Nexties today. So for both of you, this was your first time as Nexty judges. So just a little background this year for the Nexties for Expo West, we had about 1,500 nominees, which yeah. is insane. It's a lot um, of shipments. Yeah, it's a lot of shipments. <laughs> it was about, last year we were at about 900. So 
huge increase. We also increased the number of categories. So um, we had 35 categories this year as opposed to 20 last year. And you guys were actually judging some of those brand new categories uh, that we were de debuting this year. So we did breads and bakery. We did um, non-alcoholic, adult non-alcoholic beverage. We did so many categories yeah, today. cheese. We did uh, yeah, spices all. and mm -hmm. condiments. Um, yeah, there were. So many meat. Yeah. This morning. We started off with meat first thing. We That's a next week classic. That. Yeah. Start your morning with a meatball. Feels like three days ago now. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was really great having you here. Now, I don't want to get into, you know, into the weeds about specific products at this time because of course we're not announcing the winners of the nexties until um Expo West. Mm. So Thursday at Expo West, we're doing a big party nexty prom from six to seven thirty, and everyone should come. I hope you'll be there. Um, so I don't want to get too too specific on products, but were there any categories that we judged today that really stood out? So I was looking forward to the NA, which didn't disappoint, right? That's a it's a favorite category of mine. But um, some of them, like it's funny you mentioned meat. I forgot about that, but now that I think <laughs> so about that long one, ago. that one was like that was a great one to really kind of kick it off and then and then spark some of that uh, that debate as far as what what we're looking for, what is innovation, what is you know what the next you stand for. Um, but one that, that's sticking out to me right now was the dips, right? So the dips were, I mean, there was a lot of great ones in that group, which made it very difficult um, to decide. But um, just the, the, the flavor palette exploded. Um, and I think that's kind of what we saw in a lot of different yeah. categories today. So many dill pickles this year, like dill pickle flavored things yes. this year. Yeah. Is that is that, have we heard this here first, the new trend? Dill pickle, or is that an old trend? It's come to fruition. I think dill is, you know, it's just popular. <laughs> it's never gonna die. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, mainly chips, <laughs> but you know, the dill anything is probably gonna be, you know, popular with that set customer. Yeah, there's so many people. If you love it, you love it. If you don't, you don't. So, oh, I, I yeah. love it. I used to come back from when I lived in Spain and just buy dill pickles, like by the end. Whenever I get back <laughs> to those not an international flavor in Spain, the dill pickle. No, not, I think uh, you get like German dill pickles. Yeah. But yeah, the Spanish, no. Well, there's They're an different. opportunity for some yeah, right? export right there. There's your next business right there. <laughs> Put together a plan here. <laughs> what about you, Brody? Any categories that really stood out to you today? Yeah, I mean, like Jonathan, you know, NA was, uh, you know, what I was really excited about. Um, you know, that that category as a whole is has been exploding at Sprouts. Um, we, we saw a lot of brands that, you know, I may have already launched on the Innovation Center, but, um, you know, just to see what out what is out there right now, um, it, it's just really cool to see, you know, stuff that I never even knew existed. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a big drinker at, you know, in everyday life anyway. It's just uh, being able to, to try all of these without any kind of side effects or anything. It's just really kind of cool to see, you know, what, what is being made, um, you know, different concepts and different uses of, you know, these, these items. Um, I saw a lot of cool stuff today and, uh, you know, beverage as a whole, not just NA, but just all the other beverages that we tried today, uh, really opened my eyes to, you know, to get a better understanding of what all is out there and what people are putting in, in beverage form, mm -hmm. um, that, that really, you know, put them a step ahead of everybody else. Um, so definitely the beverages were the most exciting for me today. And some of the integrity behind some of those beverages, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like not only are beverages always where you see the trends kind of come to market first, but some of those brands with, you know, telling us like the quantity of functional ingredients or the sourcing on things or organic. I mean, I just found that really impressive. Yeah, it's a loaded category, right? Mm -hmm. So you do have to figure out how you're going to stand out or what you're doing that is unique and different and what is your mission. Um, but 
I almost forgot about Frozen too. Like Frozen. Oh yeah. That was that was so many different products <laughs> that would that went into Frozen. Um, that there was a lot of discussion with with in the group, and and also just want to comment. What a great group. Because uh, you had so many passionate, educated individuals that I would say, like now, getting a peek behind the curtain and see what goes goes behind the next. It piece. gets ugly. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, <laughs> it's 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 people are very opinionated, uh, which is a good thing. It's why they're a judge. Um, but the level of scrutiny that people have in a good way to really demand, like how are we, how are we raising the bar? What goes into the next year is what is the future of that of that industry or that that category based on what we're seeing. Um, I was just really impressed and it was fun to be around so many people of kind of like mind that love this industry and um, have seen a lot of products and have really great opinions on what kind of goes into that. So that was great. You guys should be proud of what you put together. Well, it can get a little snarky. Oh, yeah, that's, that's half the fun. <laughs> Snarkiness is definitely, uh, you know, part of the job, you know. No, so, no different at the uh, Sprouts office yeah. as well. You know, it was fun today because yesterday we were all just kind of on the same page the entire time, which is great, too. And you just never know. I mean, you might have a category with two products and it takes a two-hour discussion and then one with eight products and everyone knows that. Yeah. But uh, today I felt like there was a lot of healthy debate Absolutely. going back and forth. And um, and isn't it great that we have so many worthy products that yeah, yeah. it's hard to choose? It really is. Yeah, you guys definitely did a good job at doing the initial vetting. I can't even imagine going through all of the items that initially were submitted to you guys. But Yeah, we, um, we ate a lot of things. <laughs> I think I think we all do that, you know, in our in our own perspective areas. But yeah, definitely, uh, we call it the Sprouts Fifteen. You know, at the yeah. office, uh, you know, we go through so many items. It's like but... the next D twenty five, right? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, we're only doing the next Ds uh, once a year now, so the next Ds are just going to be for Expo West. But I will point out before we move on to other another topic, just running back to the non alcoholic beverage, mm-hmm. there is going to be a non alcoholic uh, beverage pavilion. Uh, it's called Mindful Beverage Pavilion at Expo West on level three of the ACC. So make sure to check that out. It's um, we've got a ton of brands exhibiting. I think it's going to be really fascinating because I feel like that's one of those spaces that every time I go back, there's something new and different that's got a completely new take on that category. So well, imagine if you got the if you're dedicating that much space to the category already, that is that is impressive that there's that much out there. And I've seen some are going after kind of functional, some are going after really mirroring the yeah. taste of of those alcoholic beverages. Some are kind of going at just like. Um, kind of the ritual of, of everything. Um, so it is kind of cool how everyone's taking a different take on what it means to be um, a, a replacement for alcohol because it means different things to different people. Yeah, I could use one of those gut-soothing beverages. <laughs> Going a little bit broader um, than the Nexties, you know, we talked a little bit about innovation and, you know, what we saw at the Nexties. What about in general? What are you seeing in some of those big, whether it's trends in the industry or just categories where you're seeing a lot of innovation now? Is there anything that really jumps out at you? I'll let Brody kick off because I think he's got such a great perspective. He's, he, he is the forager. <laughs> yes, he, yes, exactly. No, I, I see so many different trends, um, honestly, and it, it's just a, it, it, it's almost a guessing game of what you think is going to take off, you know, first or, you know, what, what you, you know, you're super excited about, but it ends up not doing very well. But um, we're seeing a huge uptick in, you know, Asian and Indian, uh, you know, ethnic items. Um, it, it's it's very apparent. You know what what yeah. customers are voting for with their dollars. Uh, so we're seeing a lot of uh, you know ramen noodles um, with different functionalities to those. 
uh, chili crisps out there. I've seen about <laughs> ten different brands of, those of today, chili crisps. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, just in the past, you know, a couple months alone. Um, also, you know, functionality based beverage as well. Uh, we, you know, currently on the innovation center, we have um, adaptogenic mushroom beverages. Mm -hmm. We have a whole end cap there um, that we're really trying to showcase different types of mushroom, like lion's mane, cordyceps, um, you know, different functionalities based off of what mushroom is in those. So we're, we're trying to identify what our customer is gravitating towards. I think the easiest thing that you could put in your body is a beverage. And I, I think it's just easier to grab. So uh, naturally we have a lot of that on the table, but, you know, in general, you know, we've seen, uh, sea moss, you know, that, that's yeah. definitely a growing category as well. I've had a couple submissions there. Um, the brand moss is on our tables right now. Um, but you know, just, just seeing sea moss come from a gelatinous form to powder to pills and now to the grocery world. Um, it's really cool to see how that's developing. And I'd like to see, you know, track that closely, uh, to see, you know, how many more are out there. Um, Beverages really seem to be that kind of gateway drug it's, a lot of times between supplements definitely, and yeah, definitely a test market. <laughs> you yeah. Know, you, you, chips and beverage, basically. <laughs> We're doing chips tomorrow. Sorry. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I would kind of piggyback on, on what Brody was saying. I think functionality in general is what people are looking for or what we're seeing um, in so many different products. So if you're going to buy a chip, if you're going to drink something, if you're even going to eat a cookie, how do we make that functional? Is there a probiotic? Is it high fiber? Is it high protein? Is, you know, what elements of that, um, Am I getting something more from just what I'm eating? Um, so I think we, we definitely see trends there. Again, the international space, like new flavors in that are um, not new to those cultures, but are new to to the U.S. Yeah. And I think to our flavor palette, um, that's that's always been really exciting. And then seasonality, like that's where brands are really starting to come into their own and and offering seasonal flavors. Now we're even seeing like trends within flavors, like everything's cherry right now. Right. So like okay. there's so many different products that have a, a cherry flavor, mm -hmm. whether it's natural CPG or even. That feels kind of retro. It does. Yeah. Like cherry cola. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we've seen that. But like, look at all you call cool. Look at some others. Yeah. Right. So they're they're really going after that. So um, I think it's just it's just fresh and exciting all the time. So there are trends, but I wouldn't say there's these huge trends. There's not like mm -hmm. one category that's come out of nowhere. But I think everyone's just getting gotten better and better. And. Everything's been elevated. Yeah. So um, you can't just come in with the, your C game and get on the shelf at at, our, at at any of our stores these days. You really have to come in with something that tastes great, that's innovative, that's different, and uh, and, and bring something new to the customers. How cool is it to work in an industry and in a job where you say it's fresh and exciting all the time? All the time. <laughs> that's oh, so that's... cool. I mean, that's how I feel about the nexties. It's my absolute favorite thing that I do. It's it's fresh and exciting all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. And when there's products on there that we haven't seen before, I'm like, what? Wait, what? Where would? Where yeah. did we go wrong? How did we not see that? Or how did we not jump on that quicker? Yeah. One big thing that you know I think has been happening overall in our industry, but also that I've seen a lot at the Nexies, which this is really the first time that we've seen this coming in in multiple categories, is the women's health. Mm. Um, we've seen everything from bars to beverages to, of course, supplements. Um, drink mixes. I think that's really been interesting because it's not just about, I mean, obviously this is a category that's been growing, especially in supplements, but we're seeing it kind of across all different F&B products. So that's been really interesting. And of course, beauty and, mm -hmm. and personal care. So that's been really inspiring for me to just see that continue to grow. How many of those brands say were women owned? Oh, women so founded? many. Yeah. 
um, you know, it's getting to the point on one hand, like we want to celebrate it, right? So like we'll have end caps for uh, women's month, but then it gets to the point to where there's so many products. At what point do you just, you have to celebrate women every day because they're, they're, Let's they're do it. Cause they're just a part, <laughs> they're part of the whole mix, right? They're they're and, and so many of our customers, right? When you look at who's shopping our store, it's predominantly female. Uh, it's starting to level out where we're getting, I think a lot more male, um, demographic and everything, but um, it's great that it's they're buying products that are made for them by women, and, yep. and so it's uh, it's great to see, especially in our industry. I think that's where it's going to grow first and fast, and then obviously um, we'll see in other places too. I love it. So fresh and exciting all the time, and let's celebrate women every day. Absolutely. You heard it here first. <laughs> all right, let, I just want to wrap things up a little bit, um, just because the nexties, um, the values part of the next year awards it's so important i mean of course we judge on innovation inspiration integrity you know there are other factors that come into play but we always try to look at those products through those those lenses first what are you seeing that your customers what values are really driving them when they're doing their shopping I mean, is it regen is it organic is it just health what what's what thing you know it's all different i think there's there's the local component Right, which didn't necessarily play out here, right? Because we're talking about right. total U.S. and for the next uh regenerative agriculture. And I just think that our customers vote with their dollars, and they're voting for what the product believes in or what the product is doing. So, what's again, what's great about this industry is, we're our shelves are loaded with products to where, when you're buying that cookie, right, that cookie could be supporting five other other things that you are now investing in or you're participating in because you're buying that that product that that company is doing something above and beyond you don't see that all the time i think that is a that is a huge benefit i think of our industry i love that agreed yeah at roc you know in last year only two percent of the customer knew what it was uh, regenerative uh, organic certified now fast forward i'm not sure exactly what the percentage is but it's much higher than two and that was across natural and conventional not widely known yeah. but now you're starting to see these certifications come on most packages i shouldn't say most but a lot of packages that you know we're seeing and you know, just getting a better understanding of what these brands are truly doing on the back side of things our customer isn't necessarily going, you know, the Sprout specific isn't going and just buying product. They're there to have an experience, have a, have a positive experience, whether that's being glad of what they're putting in their body or being glad that they're making the world a better place at the end of the day. So if there's a, a situation where either of us can, can help our customers just feel better every day and be happy about going into the grocery store and, and impacting so many lives and so many missions, I, I think that's just a, a really rewarding experience overall. It, that's that's what we're here to do. <laughs> we're here to, to, to give these uh, customers an experience that they won't forget and that they'll be proud of, you know, going week after week into these stores, and, yeah. know, finding the coolest new stuff. Yeah, and that's what, that's where the passion comes from, right? Like it's, um, that we get to be a part of that, that we get to hear that story. And then by bringing them into their stores, we get to be actively participating in, in their kind of mission. And I think that's something that came away from today was if you're submitting for an XD, don't have five pages worth of content. No, because uh, I have to read them all out loud. We did. Um, <laughs> yes. But, you know, it's not a brand pitch. It's what are you, what, what are you passionate about? Right. And what are you doing? And what, again... Outside of just the taste and the texture and the look of the product, what do you stand for? And that is such a big component of the natural foods industry. Now, maybe in the conventional world, not as big, um, but I think here it is it is something that is so impactful. And so many so many people have stories. They're just they're too humble to tell them sometimes. Yeah. 
And it's not bragging, but it, it is making sure that you're connecting with your customer and that they understand what you're about and what your brand's about. Yeah. Well, listening to you both, I mean, it certainly makes me appreciate and just so thankful for the industry where we work and 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 listening to your passion for this industry and the products that you put on your shelves. Um, it certainly has been such a privilege for me to have you both here today. So thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Thanks for bringing us. Come back older. anytime. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. The views are a lot different than uh, Arizona. So And Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely glad to be here and thank you for the opportunity. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It's time for the list. So on the list today, we're going to talk through some of those favorite Nexty products. Of course, we had 154 finalists this year, so we're just going to highlight a couple of the ones that really stood out. But there were so many great products and well beyond the 154 products. It was really hard to pick. And so these ones are mostly, or we'll try to be mostly, products you'll find at Expo West yes. this year. Ones that you maybe haven't seen before, haven't heard of. So things to get really excited about in Anaheim on the show floor. Okay, the first product on the list. I'm going to start. We have a new product from Kern Tech. Now, this is an Austrian company, and the brand is called Wonder Kern. And I'm going to say that we couldn't actually read all of the text on the, it was all in German, but they will be at Expo. No when. idea what's in it. <laughs> no idea. No idea, but it just was super pretty. <laughs> No, the brand is going to be at Expo West. They're bringing it to the U.S. market. And what it is, it's an apricot seed milk. So this is made 100%, as far as I could read, the German's a little rusty, but it is made from apricot seed kernels. The product is the ultimate upcycling product. It is using these leftover apricot seed kernels and creating this milk out of them that I thought was absolutely delicious. It has this incredible creamy kind of dense texture, super mild flavor. They're also doing a yogurt, just such a cool product. And I am really excited to see them at Expo West so that I can practice my German 101 from college. Probably a good, <laughs> I'm excited for that. I am. I want to acknowledge that Done. before I reflect on this product. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, so, and maybe people can hear it at the Nexty Awards. Maybe you could throw in some German, because there is an XE Awards. We didn't talk about oh, that. Oh, my gosh. Hold yes. on. Pause. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. So there will be a our first ever Nexty Awards event, big event, at Expo West this year. Yes. And yeah. if you love to celebrate the Nexties like we do, think prom. It is the Nexty Prom Awards Ceremony. We're going to be giving out all those awards Thursday night from 6 to 730 in the Marriott Ballroom. Get dressed us. up, get dressed dancing up, shoes. put on a bow tie, bow ties will be provided. That's happening. That's happening. And Adrian will speak German. And I will speak German. So I think this is probably a great alternative, a, a dairy-free alternative for people with nut allergies as well, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So to see so many more options there and rich, creamy, delicious, it's great. Yeah, I loved it. Now, this one's really cool. So U-Theory Ocean Friendly Omega. So not only is it focused on sustainable sourcing of its algae ingredient for this Omega product, but it comes in an aluminum bottle. And that's so exciting. I'm shocked that we're not seeing more supplement companies doing that because the impact that this whole industry can have by transitioning to more sustainable packaging is remarkable. And a company like U-Theory that's sold in big box retail at Costco, 
some of the most scalable retailers in the world, that's huge for a company like Theory to do, not only from a formulation standpoint, but packaging as well. Yeah, we were talking about that during judging and somebody said, wait a second, why isn't every vitamin in an aluminum can and really, or aluminum bottle? Nobody had an answer. It seemed kind of genius and like an obvious step in the right direction. Okay, this next product is one that got me super excited during judging. It is new to market, brand spanking new. I don't even think they've launched yet. It's from Burroughs Family Farms, and it's an ROC, so Regenerative Organic Certified Almond Milk Concentrate. So I have never seen a product like this before. It is shelf-stable for 24 months, and basically, oh, it's USDA Organic as well. Of course it is because it's ROC, but basically you just take a little spoonful um, we had really good results when we used one of those little handheld, like, you know, the, like, frothing wands. Oh, yes. Um, but I think you could just do it any way you want. You can have it hot. You can have it cold. And basically, it allows you to mix the exact density, thickness, creaminess almond milk that you want. And for someone like me, who I drink almond milk, I drink plant milks, but I also drink regular milk. So I tend to buy a lot of plant milks. And I honestly, I end up throwing a lot of them away. The... I just don't use them quick enough. Oh, and they often are like must drink after seven, seven days, days or five days opening. or ten yeah. days. And I just don't go through them quick enough. So this is from a family farm. They grow almonds in California, regenerative almond farmers. And this is really a, an answer to that waste question. And I think we'll see, like just seeing this format in the milk all like space, that's mm -hmm. so interesting. And so I think we're just see more and more of this concentrated format yeah. across categories because we've also seen it recently in like simmer sauces and all these different things. So great sustainable solution. Yeah. I just wanted to prove I could say those two words together <laughs> this time, but also. Well, and again, I love that you can make it into like an almond cream for your coffee or an almond milk or you can cook with it. So such a great product. Yeah. I'm really excited to see what that does in the market. Next up, King Arthur Banking, Baking Company, which is a regeneratively grown climate blend of whole wheat flour. Now, obviously just a very simple product, but I think it's really important to call out those companies that are transitioning to regenerative agriculture. It is more of a commodity ingredient. And so again, super scalable. They're certified by Regenified. So it's great to see these different certifications showing up in this category and really all coming together to support soil health and climate yeah, activism. And I love King Arthur. I mean, it's a 100% yeah. employee-owned company. It's 1% for the planet. It's a certified B Corp. And I do know that they have a solid commitment to um, transition all of their flowers to regeneratively grown in the next couple of years. So it's just such a fantastic company. And I'm really excited to, to bake with this. Collaborations were a big thing at the Nexus again. Of course, we're seeing this a lot on the show floor. We had some great collaborations between brands. And one that was really great, and a lot of our judges really love this, was Walker Brothers has a collaboration with Rishi Botanicals. So Walker Brothers is an artisanal kombucha maker in Nashville that I wasn't familiar with. And they've partnered with Rishi for this masala chai kombucha. So it's a seasonal beverage, but it's absolutely fantastic. Such warm, wonderful flavors. And I had never seen a chai kombucha before. No. So really innovative, really fresh, beautiful branding, and just such a great product. It's gorgeous. I love that. I haven't heard of the Walker Brothers either. I have heard of the Walter Brothers, which is a hit oh. on Netflix. 
a coming of age romance that I oh, mentioned you love earlier. Coming of my age favorite romances. genre. So really cool company. I like that. Maybe they'd like to sponsor the the hit series. You never know. So next up, we have a really exciting product because we loved seeing all of the great nominations across our beauty and personal care categories. Again, seeing just an explosion of innovation there. And one of the really innovative products is Canary. Now, this is a concentrated hand soap refill bar. Get that? Yes. Okay, so what it is, is it looks like a bar of soap. Then there's going to be little slices of it that you take the little slices and you put it into your soap, your liquid hand soap dispenser, just add water, and you suddenly have a whole bottle of soap. Yeah. And so it's like, gosh, how long would this thing last you? I mean, you get 12 concentrated soap slices in every bar, so... I don't know, how long does it take you to go through a whole pump? I mean, I'm an obsessive hand washer, as you can probably imagine. So probably like 12 days. But for the average person, like months. Yeah, I love it. It cuts down on waste. I mean, instead of having little packets or anything like that, it's just literally like a bar of soap. And for me, who also has a completely messy cabinet full of different soap things. Yes. Just having this one little bar, it's incredible. No plastic packaging in here. No plastic so saves packaging, yeah. saves all the things. And it, it smells incredible. The mm. the aroma's incredible. And really nice, simple, fun yeah. branding. Yeah. I'm also gonna give a quick shout out to the Unscented Company. They have a new toilet bowl cleaner. These are really cool. This is just a little bag and it's these little white tablets. And basically you just throw it in your toilet, it dissolves, you kind of brush it around, and they have probiotics in them. No packaging. It's just a fantastic And not that like real natural neon blue that you normally get from toilet bowl cleaners. And those amazing aromas as you can gather the unscented company. They do (laughs) away with all that. But it's also the core great product. So one thing I love about the Nexties, if I haven't mentioned before that I love the Nexties, is that I get to learn a lot just about different products and different things that are in existence that I never heard of before. And so one of these things is Tarka. So Tarka apparently is ghee that has um, different spices added to it. And so one of the um, spices and condiments finalists that we had this year was a brand called Paro um, with their Tarka. And it's a woman-owned brand. She developed it based on her mom's recipe. I think she's from Pakistan. Just such a great product, so flavorful. And I love the creaminess of the ghee with that spice underneath it. It was just a wonderful product. I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to use it. That seems like that would be an automatic staple in my pantry. Absolutely. So we str- we're struggling with our last pick. Because we love them all so much? Yeah. So what did you come up with? The Just State Vegan Milk Chocolate. Yes, I think that's a great choice. Because it's just like so delicious, so simple. It's kind of everything we were talking about before, like really simple, looking at how we use wholesome sweeteners, you know, not overly processed sweeteners. So these are sweetened by dates. They're milk chocolate chips. So how are they milk chocolate, you ask? With oats. They have only four ingredients. So or they're organic and they only have fair trade cocoa butter, upcycled date sugar, fair trade cacao, oats, and that's it. You can bake with them. You can snack on them. I think it's a sweet way to end the list. Yes, it is. 
All right, so we need everyone to make sure that you rate and subscribe to The Naturalist. Please share. We'll have tons of insights, trends, everything you need to know to stay on top of what's happening in the natural products industry and lots of great content leading up to Expo West. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining me. See you soon. Want to be on The Naturalist? Send us an email at thenaturalist at newhope.com.